Hello, hello, ladies, and happy podcast Wednesday. Today it is Wendy and I, and we have a very special guest, but we'll get to that a little bit later. Uh, for right now, hello, Wendy. Hey, lady, how are you? I feel like I make a really good hype man. Oh, you're a great hype man. Like I think I'm a good hype man too. You're a lead. You're a lead. You're definitely like the hostess with the mostest, you know, just like ready to like take over the show. (laughs) No, but then when we get into conversation, I feel like I talk around in circles and eventually get to my point, but you are very straight to your point. Uh, Just accept the compliment. Okay, fine. Thank you. Thank you, Tori. Welcome. Um, how are you doing? What's going on in Windy World? I'm tired, but I feel like that's like a constant for me, which I'm trying to change because mama got herself a big old bottle of water. That's right. Good job. Huge, huge. And it's got the chugging sign or the, the, the hours, the every two hours of chugging water. Yeah. And guess what? The overachiever in me, (laughs) guess Guess who's at five o'clock, girl? Yes. Only you. Only Wendy. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> so excited. I was like, my mom's like, but it's not even like, it's not even close to five. It's like one. Why are you already at five o'clock? I'm like, just in case I don't want to fall behind. You are so- <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> so- <laughs> Sorry, guys. My son just walked in. Shock. It was hilarious. I, 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 that I was the best, like, deer in headlights. Yeah. He's like, I'm only wearing underwear. That's why I exited. <laughs> Not that I'm disturbing your podcast or anything. No, just because I'm only wearing underwear. Okay. I agree with you about the forever tired, though. I told my therapist, I said, like, I'm, I'm already tired next week. Um, <laughs> but also, I think this is just a state that I have to, like, I think I'm going to feel this way for a while. And then once life slows down, maybe I'll get energy back. For you, you cannot accept that. Sean, you got to go. You got to go, babe, because I have to record. Um, <laughs> you cannot accept that as, like, the norm. Like, what if, what if you don't got next week? What if this all you got? Well, like I'm tired. So I'm the guy. Well, we're moms. So I'm tired, but I still am very productive. But I'm tired because. No, I was right talking now, about your imminent death. I wasn't talking about like your productivity. Right. But if I die, I die. Like that's the end. But who wants to die tired? <laughs> okay. okay, moving on. Consumption function. <laughs> Now, Tori, what are we transitioning into right now, Tori? Consumption luncheon. Okay, ladies, so this segment, Consumption Munchin, Wendy and I will take turns sharing anything that we've been consuming, anything that's been life-changing, or any seeds that our minds have just kind of been marinating on. Uh, So it can be from a book, from a TV show, from a movie, from a conversation, from something that happened in life. Anything that we've kind of been munching on, we're going to share. It is time for Consumption Munchin. That's right. All right. After a well thought out consumption munching, as in I just reached over to my bookshelf and pulled this out. 
I pulled out the Truth and Grace memory book, which has been so good. Me and the kiddos have been doing this um, every afternoon. It's a catechism book. So we've just been going over the different, um, just memorizing the different ways that they, I guess, quote unquote, can defend their faith. But I just want them to have a foundation for what they believe and why they believe it. And so I am learning a lot. They are learning a lot. We're diving deep into the different truths and the different verses that kind of confirm those truths. Um, We're singing hymns and we're memorizing memory verses. And it's a short simple book it's it's what you make of it so it's got it's got the catechisms it's got the my my glare it's got the catechisms it's got the um the hymns it's got the memory verses and it's whatever you make of it it's how you use it you know and um we've just been sitting down on the couch reading and going through it and memorizing the different things now Catechism is a new word for me. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it right, but it's because I've been like surrounded by community that is like obsessed with all things God. And so they introduced me to this and it's pretty much like questions and answers. So for example, who made you? God made me. What else did God make? God made all things. And then it's got the different, just the different um, verses underneath that answer those different questions. Um, my, our guest, our special guest today can probably tell you guys a little more about catechism, but, um, <laughs> but um, we are loving it. We are really, really loving it. I would definitely um, look into it, especially if you're looking for, a little bit more facts about God rather than just what other people are telling you, like just really establishing your foundation. I would definitely, definitely look into it. I love that. Yeah, I'm going to add that to my Amazon cart. How big is your cart right now? Can we talk it's about that? so big right now. And right now I'm on a no spend because we just, we just, um, closed on a house like, oh, you didn't tell I me know. you closed oh my yes. god guys i'm so sorry that was probably rolling well well, <laughs> well okay okay no technically we haven't closed yet but we're Corey, in the process I, okay i'm gonna take my screen back yeah take your screen back i'm really sorry we're in the process of um closing and so while we're in that process we're just not spending any money so i'm like but i have this amazon purchase that i need to purchase but i have to wait till after closing but so yeah, so I'm gonna add that. I'm gonna get it eventually. I'll get it in my hands. Yes, eventually. yes, it's a good one. It's a really, really good. Um, one. I feel like that would work for my oldest because she is a very factual person. Mm. She wants to see like just the facts. Um, get all the emotion out of it. Get all the nonsense out of it. So I think that's gonna work for her. I'm excited. Yep. Okay, what are you thinking before we introduce our guests? What you thinking? What you thinking? What am I thinking? Tori, why do you always do me first? What am I thinking? Every okay, what am I thinking? Man, I really need to organize all these colored pencils and pencils and things in here. And I probably need to pick up some more homeschool supplies. Like, I feel like by the end of the year, 
the kids ate all the supplies because where did they go? Yeah, same, same. Like legit. Why is this all I have left when I bought boxes and boxes of supplies to begin the school year? Like I bought as if I had like a school room full of kids. Like it makes no sense for me to have, I don't even think I have all the colors. Yeah, I need some more school supplies. Uh, Yeah, I'm thinking... As I'm packing up my house, I decided to start with what I have the most of. And what I have the most of is definitely books. And I'm like, wow. Like, I really need to be on a book buying ban. But I know, but I, I, I refuse, but it's a lot. And then, but to tie this to yours, then I go to look at our, like, markers and colored pencils, and they're all gone. <laughs> So I'm like, all right, we'll just have to get more when we get to the new place. Um, but it's, it's, I don't know. I, Are part you going to live my dream and do the whole big wall of books? Oh, that would be amazing. Please. Eventually, yes. I have a lot of dreams for my little cottage. I have a lot of dreams for it. But um, right now we just need to get moved in and then we'll start the dreaming process. All right, guys, I am so excited to introduce my friend, Leilani. That's right, she's my friend. I'm so excited to introduce my friend, Leilani, from Living with Eve. Now, let me tell you guys a little something about Leilani, all right? She is not only funny, but she's an amazing, amazing homeschool mom of four. The way that she loves on her little ones, I have never seen the amount of patience and just she she's one of those moms that actually likes her kids like she doesn't just love them she likes them like she's down to play with them she's the mom that in her cute clothes is rolling down the hill with the kids you know she's the mom that's touching the like nasty so opposite of you opposite complete opposite but she's pushing me you know she's pushing me she's making i love i love i love that she is in your life that makes me so excited she's touching the nasty stuff like the 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 guts and the stuff like the bugs she'll touch it she does all the fun things and i am so obsessed with her but one of the things that i love most about her or the thing that makes me like just gravitate towards her is her love of god like uh we have been talking about all the fruits of the spirit and her and every time like every week i keep bringing her up i keep bringing her up because her foundation is so solid in my um, in my opinion because she is not like any christian that I've been around in the sense that like she she's obsessed with Jesus like I don't know how to say it like she's obsessed with Jesus and more than anything in her life she wants to honor him and it it shows it shows in all the things that she does it shows in how she interacts with people it shows in how she interacts with her kids and I'm just obsessed with her hey honey you gotta unmute yourself you gotta say hey hi I'm over here blushing. <laughs> well, you do. She, you, well, from what I know about you and from how much Wendy has talked about you, which is a lot, it's a I'm, lot. A lot. I'm so excited um, for this interview because it is a gym when you, and it's a rare gym when you find a woman who you look at her and you're like, 
uh, there's something different about this one. And I, I, I want to know what that is. So that's kind of what we're going to try to unravel here in our interview. I, yeah, I am very different. I, I always say like I go, everybody goes against the grain, but then I like push the grain a little bit further against. Facts, facts, 100%. <laughs> and she forces you to think outside the box. And I think it's because you think outside the box, right? I do. And my yeah. husband too. My husband, you know my husband. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they think very differently. They don't think like, and they, they don't want to think like how everybody else thinks. And I love that. And, mm-hmm. But with all that, because there's a bunch of people that like think outside the box, you know, but their foundation is not Christ. So you're like, what you thinking about? But you're her- way out of the box. <laughs> wrong box. Wrong box. <laughs> but with her foundation being Christ, it's just like, wow. So your entire goal in life is just to love God more. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and glorify him more. I would assume that that means you live a life where self-examination is... Um, a common thing, like a, a discipline that you do a lot, right? If you're trying to constantly align yourself with God's word. And how does that, how does that look like in your practical life when you're depending on Christ and trying to live a life glorifying him all the time with everything you do? Um, well, first of all, I'm a sinner. So I screw up all the time. Um, <laughs> but I mean, it's just, uh, I mean, I just, I don't know. It's just part of my, my thought process. Like I was telling my kids this morning when we did our scripture study, um, just character, like, um, this is not just a one-time thing in the morning. We need to take, we were talking about worldview. We were talking about biblical worldview and how we need to take that and everything that we do, we need to be looking through those biblical glasses and making decisions based on the scripture, but it can't be just in the morning. It needs to be something that we're doing throughout the day. So that was our discussion with a fifth grader and third grader. So <laughs> I love that. I love that. Okay. So don't let her pull you, Tori. Don't let her, when she says fifth grader and third grader, don't, them kids are geniuses. Don't let her pull you. They're so smart. smart. They, think they think deep. They're not like normal fifth grader and third grader. Let me pick my nose and eat it. Like, no. Well, yeah, they do that too. They do that too. <laughs> So how do you cultivate, how did you and your husband cultivate that kind of um, deep thinking, I guess, atmosphere in your home? I, well, I think it's because before I got married, one of my rules was they have to love the Lord more than anyone else I know. Um, and he had the same kind of mentality. So right from the, like, actually, when we first met, our first discussion was a debate. <laughs> we were debating something about scripture, but both of us became obsessed with this topic to the point where we literally were on the phone five, six hours a day. Like I have to come over and talk to you about this more. Like we were digging in scriptures and I want to say like a week, two weeks into it, we were starting to kind of, well, there were things that I pulled him into and he pulled me into and we were starting to fall in love. (laughs) So that was kind of our foundation is just literally debating and discussing scriptures. And so I mean, I, that's one thing that I tell my kids is like the most important thing is find a man or find a woman that loves the Lord more than anybody else, you know? Yeah. And, um, that, that was both of our goals. And I think we did good. I think, uh, as we've been doing the fruits of the spirit, Wendy, we kind of both challenged each other. Like we look for all these things and spouses, but it's like, what about the fruit of the spirit? Like, does this person have love? Does this person have peace? Does this person have under, um, 
understanding is not a fruit of the spirit. <laughs> um, but does this person have and show the fruits of the spirit in their life? And if not, then you need to, that is your first like warning sign that maybe this person is not the right person for me in my life. And we talked about how we kind of want to pass that on to our kids and teach our kids that. But not um, only that, they want to pursue that. Cause like my husband's not perfect. Like there's a couple fruits there that I'm like, we need to work on that, but he can also do the same to me. But like, it's that the desire to be more like God and to glorify God in your walk. And then the fruits just kind of come naturally. Okay. So I love all this. I do have a question though. What about okay. when, when life is not peachy, when the storms do come, when um, something may come that like changes you or changes your husband or even like, in those moments, how would you encourage someone to still cling to and glorify and seek Christ? That's kind of a big question. I'm sorry. That's a big question. I just think it's perspective. You can't do anything to fix it anyway. So who's going to fix it? For? <laughs> I don't know. That was my first thought. That's but I mean, so true. I just, I don't know. Like I know, cause we, I mean, Wendy knows we just went through something pretty intense and, um, Gosh, we, I prayed, like I pray internally whenever, like I just automatically, and I take really deep breaths and I just reevaluate the situation. I try to look at it through biblical perspectives. That's a hard question. Cause I feel like it's a case by case. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I think that the, but I think what you're saying is like, seek the Lord, like run to Christ in all situations in all yeah. seasons, find God and find that biblical perspective. Because he knows, like, if you're upset and, and you're in tears and you, he knows what's going to happen in the future, he knows how you got there. Another thing, too, if something big happens, I also like to examine myself. Like, is there something that I need to change? Like, is there sin in my life or is there, you know, I just examine my situation, even though a lot of people don't like to talk about that because, you know, people don't like to examine themselves and realize they're not perfect sometimes. But I like to try and see what is going on. And, um, and pr- like a lot of prayer, like Wendy can tell you, I, I like to pray and fast. That's not very popular anymore. No, I <laughs> but, love fasting. Yeah. <laughs> Who says that, right? <laughs> <laughs> I love fasting. I love, because, and I shared this with Wendy, that's when I see true, like, that's when I feel and see God's movement in my life the most when I am pray, praying and fasting, specifically fasting. There's just something about fasting that opens like heaven, heavenly doors, I feel like. Yeah. I don't know how biblical that is, but that's what I feel. I think that the foundation is Yeah. I think that before the storm. I'm sorry. I heard Wait, Wendy, we can't hear you. You're really, really low. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Have you been talking the whole time? The whole time. Girl, it was good. You should have been over here. It was some good conversation happening. It was some good. Why is she so quiet? It was such such good conversation. Well, you guys missed out on a good one. (laughs) No, I was saying that your foundation is good or your roof is good. When that storm came, because you had fixed your roof before it started raining, you are able to depend on God. You are able to fast. You are able to seek him because you sought him when you were good, when things were okay. Discipline, habit, 
um, I realized, especially Tori, you were fasting and getting off of social media and doing all the things every single, what was it, Sunday or Saturday? Every single, every Sunday. single Saturday and Sunday, but before Saturday the storm came, before the storm came, you were doing that. So when the storm came, it was like, it didn't wreck you like it could have wrecked you. If you know, oh, right. amen. I just got the chills. Yes. But um, Leilani, one yes. of the things that I didn't know about before I met you was that Christians can be Jewish. Like what? Like, what are we talking about right now? Jesus was a Jew. Jesus <laughs> was a Jew. Yes. <laughs> I was like, what? She's like, uh, Messianic. I'm like, Messi what? Messi who? But the thing I do want to say, Messianic, just like Christianity, looks different. Looks different. You know, I've never heard of Messianic before you, but it doesn't seem super closed off. So I don't know if that's the norm, but it doesn't seem like a closed off. um, um. I mean, some people close themselves off, but like you get that with any religion. That's true. true. Well, can you explain it to us a little bit more? Um, Okay. So, uh, I mean, in a nutshell, it just means that we keep the fullness of the Torah And we believe that Jesus is Messiah. We follow scriptures from Genesis to Revelation as the one true word of God. And we're constantly trying to seek out Jesus through all portions of the the scripture. Um, But the fullness of the Torah, meaning that we follow the Torah as the Torah is written. We don't think it's abolished. We do the holidays. We do Shabbat on Saturdays. We do... um, Do you do... uh, What is it? Suck it? Sukkot. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's what really <laughs> drew coat. me in when I yeah. I was doing master books with my daughter and they talked about it and I was like, what is this? And then I got drawn in, but then I you I just keep talking. Okay. I like how you present it. I okay, like so it. the high holidays, which is from Leviticus twenty three, and they're touched on throughout scripture. Uh, you've got the high holidays, which are going to be your fall festivals, which is going to start with Rosh Hashanah. Yom Kippur, then Sukkot. Uh, There's some traditional stuff that goes along with it, but those are the three main ones. Then you keep going till, I want to make sure I I hit on the high ones, Passover, which we just had. Mm -hmm. And then you have, actually it's Passover, Feast of Unleavened Bread, Mm -hmm. and then Shavuot. So those are the main ones. And of course, Shabbat is considered a high holiday. But the big bulky ones are in the fall. They do follow the seasons. So, okay. So Rosh Hashanah is the first one that is traditionally the Jewish new year. Um, but it's this idea, well, it's like a season. So you're coming into this season, you put everything aside. So we actually take school off and focus in on this season to worship the Lord, to put him first, to reevaluate our sin, to reevaluate ourselves, to come before him and just basically, we're trying to live the life, live our life in a community, mm-hmm. the way that maybe it's going to look like in the kingdom, but we're on earth. So Rosh Hashanah, because they, they call the traditional Jewish New Year, but it's not in scripture. You blow the trumpet, you blow the shofar, and it's kind of like I can't even remember the exact meaning behind it all of a sudden because I'm not celebrating Rosh Hashanah right now. It's like an introduction. That's how it feels. Why is it so important to you as a Christian to celebrate the high holidays? Why is that important to you? 
Well, because you can see Jesus in all of them. It, um, I, I feel like it just brings more, it, it teaches me more about who he is because he experienced these holidays. Passover is the obvious example. So Passover is usually around Easter. And it's, so Passover is when Moses took them, they, they left Egypt with Moses across the Red Sea. But if you look at uh, like Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, you look at those, they actually celebrated the Passover during, uh, what, I forgot what Christians call it all of a sudden, Last Supper, the Last Supper. That was a Passover Seder, not the same kind of Passover Seder we have because there's a lot of traditions added in, but it was a Passover Seder. Mm. And when he talks about the bread and the wine, that's going to be the unleavened bread. And that's also incorporated within the the Passover Mm. Seder. So then also we, you know, he was taken, he was killed, he was buried and he was resurrected on Sunday. We see that through celebrating the Passover as well as the Exodus. There's like a symbolism. Those two are tied together. Um, there's also, uh, what was it? The one, oh my gosh, I got to go back and watch my video. Cause I talked all about it. I had it right in front of me and the wine that video guys in the description <laughs> and also on Instagram so that you guys can watch it because it is so rich and it's so like, it makes sense. Things connect. It makes sense as to, um, why you love these holidays so much. Yeah. So, okay. So I just remembered the Afi Fulman. Okay. So the matzah is unleavened bread and basically they had to eat unleavened bread because they were rushing out of Egypt. So they have the matzah in the Seder, in the actual Seder, which is the, it's like a dinner get together with your friends and family. And it takes about three hours, but it's also a service in the home that you do traditionally. Some people do it with their synagogues too. You could do it one of any of those nights really during the unleavened bread. But you have the matzah and there's three layers. So you have actually a bag. They have bags now that you put the three layers of matzah and you don't have to, you can do napkins. But during the actual service, you pull out the middle matzah and you talk about how it's straight and then you break it. And that's kind of like breaking the bread, so to speak. You take half the matzah, you wrap it up in a cloth, like a white cloth, and you hide it somewhere in your house. You take the other matzah and you say, um, like, it's called the Baruch, which is just a blessing. It's a prayer. And um, you break it and you share. It's almost like a communion. And then you do the wine or grape juice as the communion. So the Seder goes on, whatever. You talk about the Exodus. You talk about elements of Yeshua. Jesus, we call him Yeshua. But it's the same thing. It's just his Hebrew name, um, Jesus. You talk about the lamb. He's the lamb of God. Um you know, our sin, bitterness of our sin, how God takes us, not us personally out of slavery because we were once sinners and now he sets us free. So there's that, right? Seder finishes, well, it doesn't finish yet. Hold on. I'm getting ahead of myself. You have the meal. Everybody has the meal. Everybody's laughing, joking. And then, you know, the leader says, okay, it's time to close the Passover Seder for tonight. I want the kids to look for the Afi Coleman, which was the matzah that was wrapped up in the white cloth. So usually like you, you play hot pole, the kids run around looking for it. And whoever finds it has to bring the matzah or the, actually it's called Afi Coleman, bring the Afi Coleman to the leader of the Passover Seder. And they have to bargain for it because you can't finish the Seder without the Afi Coleman, which obviously at this point, if you haven't figured out, is representative of Jesus, Right. Okay. 
<laughs> traditional Jews do this in their Seder, by the way. I just have to point that out. Um, that really? Jews that don't believe traditional in yeah. Jews. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And they don't believe in Jesus, but they still yeah, believe that's, all of this. That's bizarre. Mm-hmm. It's like wow. So it's like it was in their culture or a part of their life before Jesus even came into the picture, and then Jesus just did the tradition that was already because was was the tradition done before Jesus? No, it was done. It was added after. It was added. Put it in after. Yeah. So that's why. Gosh, that's even crazier. Well, and there's so many like shadows of Jesus in the Torah, which I I just it's just I'm constantly like you you guys just missed it. (laughs) There's more though. (laughs) Yeah, keep going. There is more. So after you bargain for the Afi Coleman, um, the it's a full blown communion with the Afi Coleman. But the thing with the Afi Coleman is it has to be the last thing in your mouth. Because that one thing is what satisfies everything. What? <laughs> You're done. You're done eating for the night. So you pass around full blown because you do the wine too. You will take Get another it. glass of wine or grape juice. Chill. And it could be, believe me or not, I mean, people have used this as a way to get drunk, but <laughs> that's just the reality. But when I do a sip of glass of wine, it's teensy tiny. Like you, you don't even get a buzz off of it. Mm-hmm. So, and a lot of people do grape juice. They're interchangeable. But um, yeah, it's the last thing of the Seder. That's that's it. And then you close with songs and praises and you hug and you clean up and so, up okay, and what? so you're not doing this with your church. Are you doing you are. a rabbi? But like, so, you have a cri- talk. <laughs> you might want me back. Um, <laughs> we're, we're definitely going to need to do a part two. <laughs> Yeah. So we have a Messianic synagogue that we attend. Um, I also do go to a church on Sundays because I just do. Um, (laughs) But we, but we are members at our um, congregation. It's called Shresh David. Um, The rabbi, he's a rabbi. He's Jewish, um, but full blown. Everything's about Jesus. Hold on. Hold on. I have a question. If I just go and walk in a synagogue, just me and my Jesus-loving self with me and all my brown babies. Like, am I, are they going to be like, why are you here? Not if you go to a Messianic synagogue. Okay. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to Google it. We, I've told Wendy so many times how incredibly multicultural our congregation is. It, like, ridiculously. Like, it's, it's there's, there, and Tori, it's not, it's not church. Leilani, you right. go to church, so you know what I mean when I say that. It's not church. It's, it's like a big um, family cookout type situation. Like they are have like, you, have you family. gone to one? Wendy? No, I, this is all from talking to Leilani on a Saturday. I'm like, now all the kids are going to go play at the playground together. And then we're going to get, and then like, they just, they do life together. They are. So fam- we go from 10 to four. That's all day Saturday. Wow. So when I go to church, I feel weird that I only go for an hour and a half because I'm so used to spending the entire day together. But isn't that technically the Sabbath? Yeah. So from 10 to 4, you guys are just fellowshipping. Pretty much. I mean, okay, okay, so when we go, I mean, I get there early at 10 because I'm in charge of the children's ministry. So I set up and I talk to people. Service starts at 11. They do praise and worship. They do um, teachings. They do something called liturgy, which is traditional Jewish prayers, but they're basically the scriptures in Hebrew. 
Um, you know, we pull out the Torah, we read from scripture, we have a message, we close in songs about one o'clock. And then everybody, we used to, COVID mess things up. We used to eat full-blown lunch together, but now it's just bagels and cream cheese and packets of snacks, I guess. But then they have a whole children's program. And then my husband does a Bible study. Sometimes we go to the playground. We just kind of play it by ear. Right now we're trying to establish like a children's group and we're trying to build them up in the arts. So we're doing, the kids are trying to do a praise and worship band and just all this stuff, but we don't leave till like four. And to be honest, we end up just like talking for the majority of the time, like after service. That's one thing that makes it very attractive, in my opinion, is how true it holds to who Jesus was, how true it holds to, to community. I don't know if that's every Messianic place or um, congregation, but I know yours. It's all about community. And yeah. it's very much about honor i mean jesus was jewish like yes he was jewish like that's not that's not something that's like up for you know i don't like conflict that's not uh, something that's like <laughs> up like he was and so you had once mentioned to me that like just doing the things that he did makes you feel closer to him and yeah i love that i love that i loved um that whole aspect of things uh but anyways guys Leilani, living with Eve, let us know. I'm going to put it in the description. Let us know if you guys want her back on and send me all the questions you want me to ask her. Um, no, there, she's coming back oh, on. She's no coming back on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We talked about one. I'm sorry. She's I have that. So, well, okay. First of all, now I'm literally looking up um, a synagogue for me yes, and family. And, yes, and all, I see her guys. All alike, so keep that in mind. They're right. Not all oh alike. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but uh, Lani is not only messianic. She also does special needs and all, does all the things guys. Yeah. So, there's just so much that we could, she's an onion. She's an yeah. onion. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll definitely, Except I don't smell. Out. Yeah, yeah, she doesn't smell like an onion. That's true. That's <laughs> Let's true. clarify. <laughs> but definitely, guys, let us know. She's gonna be back, so let us know. I, I, I didn't ask her, but I. No, I will. Okay, you know good, me. Good. <laughs> She's back. Um. So, any questions that you guys feel that um you would like for us to ask her, let let us know in the um comments on the Instagram post and we'll definitely put it there. Why does it sound like a bathroom's flushing? Whose bathroom's flushing? That is a truck <laughs> outside my window. I, I thought it was Wendy's house. Because <laughs> you know my house crazy. You know my house is crazy. No, but um Definitely, guys, she's coming back. So let us know what questions you want us to ask her and we'll make sure to ask her above and above everything, above anything. She's loving and open and kind and willing to teach and willing to to share her knowledge, as you can guys can clearly see. So don't hesitate to jump up in her DMs flood her with questions. She will literally stay up all night. I'm, I've been talking to her. She need to get, she needs to go to sleep so that she can wake I up. I do. Right Last night, 3 a.m. 3 a.m. Okay. Yes. She will literally stay up all night to serve. I only surround myself with awesome people and she is just an amazing person. So definitely check out all things Leilani and everything will be posted. <laughs> 
Yes. <laughs> Ladies, thank you so much for spending your time with us today. We pray that you remember to lean into the one true vine while you are busy being the fruitful vine. Until next time. Bye. bye. Why is that the first time that we actually did it at the same time? <laughs>